0: John, thanks very much for for joining us. Just tell us a little bit more about some of the Green City initiatives that you're taking part in, both in terms of the Scottish Cities Alliance, I suppose, but, but also particularly in Dundee.
1: As part of the overarching work of the Scottish Cities Alliance, there's some key components to that. The You know, the, the transition to net zero obviously is a focal point for all of us as cities key components around that around you know the development of hydrogen technology the better use of data and informing some of the decisions that we're going to be making the development of low emission zones for example is another tangible response to the climate emergency so we're working through that uh, across all of the cities and sharing the experience both good and bad to develop our own strategies and locally in Dundee we have created and developed our climate action plan and that isn't just the city council it's all of the Dundee partners so that's private sector public sector the universities NHST side all of the key partners who have a significant footprint both in terms of energy usage but in terms of their kind of mobility aspects you know how many uh, cars and vehicles that they're using across Dundee because that's a huge component of carbon output so that's uh, it's really important to us we're developing uh, our thinking around that how we collaborate a lot more so if we are for example replacing Significant um, boilers in the university, which is in uh, the centre of Dundee, can we then look at how that can be applied to nearby residences, so that we've got some form of district heating system? So we're really trying to think outside the box about those collaborations, and a key component of that is the private sector, um, and that's why we've been doing some of the innovative work we've been doing with, for example, the Michelin Scotland Innovation Park as well.
0: That innovation park is really interesting, John. I mean, h- how did that? How did that? Sp- start i suppose and and what are the aims for that
1: the phrase phoenix rising from the ashes has come to mind a few times michelin had a site in dundee for approximately 50 years 850 full-time employees one of the largest employers in the city a site that is 32 hectares so fairly significant employer in the city as well Uh, they took the decision um, to close the facility uh, nearly two years ago now uh, and, and to kind of scale down the work in the city and that's very difficult and usually uh, the approach that Michelin took, they're a fantastic employer and they were very supportive of the workforce but generally speaking they would just mothball the site and then put it up for sale. We approached the conversation very differently and started to think about how we look forward so what is the future of that site if not tyre manufacturing and because actually when you look at their justification you couldn't really argue against that. We brought in national partners, Scottish Government, the City Council, Scottish Enterprise and Michelin of course to start to have that conversation very early on Uh, and we developed a clear strategy and signed a memorandum of understanding that set out that there was a viable future for this site uh, and that future was based around mobility renewable technology and innovation And, and from that Point. We've now leveraged in more than sort of sixty million pounds of investment. Bear in mind, this is an existing site, some first-class facilities. It has two wind turbines on the site. It was going to be Michelin's first carbon-neutral site for tire manufacturing. So there's a lot of uh, good work that had already been uh, delivered there. We're developing a skills academy in conjunction with the academic sector as well, and we've already signed three. Uh, Tenants who are leading in the field in terms of electric vehicle uh, technologies and hydrogen as well. So there's a lot there as a mixture of ingredients. And I suppose, you know, I, I keep saying to people, we've got all the ingredients to make the cake now. And now we've got to drive that agenda forward and make sure it relates to some of the other things that are going on in the city.
0: And in terms of the wind power, there's a lot of focus on on that at the moment, Um, what's happening at the moment in Dundee?
1: The Port of Dundee has been very active on that front and the City Council has worked again in partnership, we have no ownership of the port but we did put in a six-figure sum to help promote that uh, as a destination for both decommissioning and renewables work and there's been a real uh, body of steam, I suppose, behind that work. So, um, you know, over the last couple of years, we've seen success with local companies such as Texo, uh, providing the manufacturing base for the major offshore wind farm that is NNG. We've been in active conversations with Sea Green around the development of another offshore wind farm and how that relates to our work at the Port of Dundee as well. And it's also the manufacturing base for Orbital Marine's first tidal turbine. So there's a lot there uh, going on in the Port of Dunedin, much of which people don't necessarily understand or appreciate, but it's the, the connectivity of the city and proximity to those offshore wind farms. So in terms of our geography, we are uniquely placed to reap the rewards, I suppose, from that uh, industry. You know, we're 90 minutes from 90% of the Scottish population and we're also situated directly opposite those offshore wind farms on the northeast coast of Scotland. So, bringing all those components together, I think we've got quite a unique offering and we've seen the results of that already and I hope that that continues to grow as we move forward.
0: And is the aim here, John, for it to be carbon neutral or or to actually be carbon positive really and be able to supply, uh, I suppose, both the energy requirements for Dundee, but also further afield?
1: I think it absolutely has to be about being carbon positive. Clearly, we've got a, a legislative uh, obligation, I suppose, to become carbon neutral uh, by 2050. But the reality is we want to be ahead of that uh, significantly. So in the strategies and the relationships that we're starting to build now, particularly with the private sector, are what's going to make the real difference in driving forward that agenda. So the way in which you you know, you know re- reduce your carbon and start uh, contributing back is by uh, thinking about things completely differently. So I, I talked about the Mitchell insight. We also have the potential there to create green hydrogen, because we've got two turbines on site as well. Now, that's a unique asset that isn't necessarily there in other cities. So making sure that we recognise the value of what we've got and where we're willing to take risks in particular. Um, local authorities can be risk adverse, but I, I think we've, certainly in a Dundee context, we've taken a significant amount of risk and I hope that you know we will see uh, the reward from that in due course as well.
0: Really interesting to see, John, how the um, how the sustainability um, and the green cities agenda has has moved on and been accelerated by the crisis. So really interesting to see how this all develops. But thanks very much for joining us, John. Thanks, Richard.